All right, so I just submitted an article on the uh, UFC seasonal press conference they just had. If you haven't watched it, you can go check it out. Uh, I linked to it over at uh, MMANews.com. So, um, lots of things. Lot of, I feel like the press conferences haven't been as great as they used to be before the sale. That's one thing. Uh, before the UFC sold to Endeavor, WMEIMG. But um, so one of the things that stood out uh, immediately at the start of the press conference was John Jones' absence. Now, if you know anything, any with uh, the history Jones has, um, especially with uh, International Fight Week, which is the basis of the article that I wrote for MMA News, you know he's uh, him and International Fight Week, and it's it's odd. I didn't even put two and two together that. Because I was actually there for UFC 200, the last international fight week that he headlined that was ruined by uh, John Jones, um, pretty much, you know. Um, it's definitely something that that uh, uh, Brett Akamoto asked during the press conference. You know, are you sure this is the move you want? UFC 239, international fight week. Um you know, do you want John Jones headlining this card? And obviously, that uh, they're they're going forward with it. But um, Dana White was pretty. You know, you can't. And it's it's true on his part. You can't predict what's going to happen with John Jones and um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and International Fight Week or any card for that matter. So it's uh, definitely an odd place for uh, that main event to happen. If if you followed International Fight Week at all, um, maybe last year I'd have to look it up because I've ri- I've written articles on. It. I remember writing at on Sure Dog about the uh, International Fight Week crapshoot. I think I called the headline was uh, you know there was it's always a gamble. Um, as far even before the sale, UFC 189. If you remember, it was supposed to be Aldo McGregor and, and uh, two two or three weeks before. Aldo got injured and Chad Mendes had to step in for McGregor and that was the headliner um, and then the we, the year after was UFC 200 and I just talked about what happened with that and John Jones they they shuffled the card and that's for Misha Tate and Amanda Nunes fought in the main event last minute because uh, Cormier still was supposed to be Johnson Cormier and uh, Cormier fought Anderson Silva when Jones was pulled from the card due to, due to his uh, doping violation so Definitely uh, one of these things where it's just like, wow, did you really put this, think this through? So, I don't know, UFC 239, July 6th, International Fight Week. Um, John Jones and uh, Tiago Santos. I always call him Tiago Maheta because that's his uh, fighter name. Maheta means hammer. Um, who I have picked to win that, by the way. So, um, I don't know, I just f- thought I'd... Uh, do a quick reaction on the press conference i just submitted the article so if you uh, want to see the press conference head on over to mmanews.com and you'll see uh, the headline with uh, dana white's concern of john jones and ufc 239 videos right there um i'll uh submit my predictions my predictions are up there if you want to read them but i'll read them off to you uh, later this afternoon and yeah let me know what you think in between now and then if i hear from you i'll uh, i'll add it to the episode
All right, so this is uh, UFC 236. It's a Friday night just before the event. Um, Friday night, uh, just recorded the segment about the press conference, and um, I just thought I'd give you my picks for the uh, the fights tomorrow. Um, again, they're at MMANews.com, and um, SureDog.com will have uh, the staff picks. So all my picks are the same main event is Dustin Poirier versus Max Holloway. I got uh, Dustin Poirier winning that just because he's um, excuse me, he's uh, it's his weight class. You know, Max is moving up to that weight class. They're fighting for the interim 155 belt because of Khabib sitting out his suspension in Ramadan and um, you know so, uh, and the whole mess that uh, I, I, it's like the UFC can't not have a thousand interim titles these days, but that's besides the point. Uh, co main event is uh, Israel Adesanya versus uh, Kelvin Gastelum. Um, so, I'm picking the underdogs for both. Uh, reason I'm picking Kelvin Gastelum is because uh, not only is he the younger man, but he's, he's younger, has more experience, and he's fought more quality opponents. Well, Adesanya is very good. Um, it seems like he's being rushed through the ranks um, in the UFC's, uh, the new UFC's endeavor to make stars. I'm using that. I, I accentuated endeavor because that's the name of the uh, the company that owns the UFC, formerly WMEIMG. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, on the uh, Eric Anders is uh, for, he's fighting Khalil Roundtree. Um, I think uh, Anders might might pull off a knockout there. I didn't. I don't know the odds on that one. I know Dwight Grant uh, and um, Alan Juban. I feel like that might be the fight that they're both like. No one's an underdog really, but um, people are saying Dwight Grant is is another one that's a young up and counter. I think Alan Juban can take him. Um, and that's off the top of my head. Uh, I think Nikita Krylov's on the card too. I forget who he's fighting. Uh, but again, all my picks are over at the. Uh, I know I picked his opponent. I didn't pick Krylov. Um, Ovin St. Pru. Sorry, that's who he's fighting. So I picked Ovin St. Pru uh, just because um, they've. That's another rematch actually that St. Pru's won before. But back to the main fight. Uh, um, you know, the first time Holloway. And Poirier fought. Uh, Poirier submitted Holloway with a mounted guillotine in the first round. And I know Holloway's been tearing it up at 145, but given the frequency of his fights and the damage he's taken and all the other issues in the past, I have a feeling that um, Poirier just might be too big for him at 155, and he might be able to to control him and muscle him, especially if they go to the ground. You know, Holloway definitely has the reach and the skill set to tag him up. Win decisively on points. I don't know if he's knocking him out though. But um, you know, Poirier's been on the sidelines for a long time too, so I feel like he's a fresher fighter. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that's interesting about 236 tomorrow is that it's the first UFC that, if anyone's buying their pay per view, ha- it has to be bought through an ESPN Plus subscription. Um, if you haven't heard any of my rants about it on Coast to Coast Combat Hour or here. You'll see that, um, you know, if you're not aware, from this point forward in the United States, 
starting with UFC 236, if you want to buy a pay-per-view, you have to be a subscriber of ESPN+. Plus. Now, the deal they're trying to rope people in with is with tomorrow's pay-per-view, you can get the year subscription for $79.99, which is probably going to come out to, you know, close to 90 bucks with taxes and all the other nonsense they, they sneak in at you. So you have the year's worth of ESPN Plus and all the ESPN Plus content plus that pay-per-view. However, that doesn't include all the pay-per-views. If you want to... So that's supposed... It sounds like a nice deal, but then next month, you have to pay $59.99. No, no, you have to pay the full price for the paper. Whatever price you're selling with the pay-per-view. Um, the $59.99 price comes for existing UFC... Uh, so they're knocking 20 bucks off if you're already an ESPN Plus subscriber. Um, I guess rich people think this is a great deal. I don't. Um, you're forcing people to use a subscription service that includes a lot of stuff they probably don't want to see. Especially if you're coming as a UFC fan. Like UFC Fight Pass was was our thing. I still I actually just renewed my Fight Pass. And um, because of all the, the regional content, I watched TKO 47 last night. I'm about to watch Quintet. Um, Submission Underground is there now. I moved from Flow Combat to submit to uh, Fight Pass. Well, that's uh, Chael Sonnen's uh, grappling promotion. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying. I mean, they're, and they're going to take Contender Series. So all the stuff that made Fight Pass cool, that the UFC stuff, is all on ESPN Plus. Fight Pass still has the other stuff. Invicta and, and Quintet and, and you know um, Titan FC, uh, Pancras. Um, they added some boxing, but I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not buying it. You know. I'm, I, I I I have to get rid of my my cable box before I add any other subscription service. I mean, Netflix just raised their prices to twelve ninety nine for me starting in May, so. I'm getting rid of I actually I'm one of the old heads that still does the DVDs in the mail. So I'm going to have to get rid of that just to try to cut corners. Um however, I think I'll I'll balance out my cost if I do uh the zone because um I it, I'm really disappointed with the product of the UFC right now with everything they're doing and the ESPN Plus. Um I would rather uh, subscribe to DAZN. Um They're gonna have all the big boxing pay-per-views, and I, which I don't care about. But they have, uh, you know, Bellator, the New York event with Leota Machida and Chael Sonnen. That's gonna be a DAZN exclusive because of the welterweight fight that's on that card. Plus, I'm pretty sure they're gonna rack up, throw in some other great fights on that card. But I mean, so. Dizon, uh Bellator content and Combate Americas is on there. There's a Combate event going on right now. Um, and then the KSW is on there. A lot of people don't know that. And uh, Top FC um, is there too, which is a Korean promotion. So there's MMA on there plus the boxing. And, and I'm hoping that they add more too. Um, but I would rather... If I'm going to pick up another streaming service for live sports, combat sports, I'd rather I'd rather it be that combination of Fight Pass and The Zone than ESPN Plus with uh, you know, every every weekend you got all the fight nights that were normally Fox Plus 
Fox Sports cards are on, on there now, and I just, I, I, you're, you're, I don't like it. I mean, look at their ratings. Every time they put a rating on ESPN Red, which is your the ESPN you have on your TV right now, um, they break a million. They peak over a million um, by main event time since they've done it. So if those are the numbers you're getting, why aren't you doing that? You know, why are you trying to suck people in? It's just, it's, it's such a greedy move in my opinion. So that's where I'm at with that. So I'm interested to see uh, the numbers if we even get them. Because who knows how they report that since it's not regular pay-per-view. It's ESPN Plus. So um, I've always gone to bars for pay-per-views since I figured out that that was... Even when you could order them, it's still cheaper for you to go to a bar than to, to order it and have people over. So that that's what I'm doing. You know, that that's how I'm doing it. Yeah, that's how I will be watching UFC 236. Um, and that's that. So thanks for listening. Um, sorry for the broken up episode uh, throughout the day. We'll see what happens. UFC 236. Hopefully, uh, my picks come in. Uh, let me know if you want to chime in. If you're using the anchor app, chime in with your picks. We can compare notes after. And, um, that's that. And if you haven't checked out this week's uh, Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast, which is also on Anchor and iTunes and everywhere else, please check that out. Uh, we spoke with uh, Matt Marsden, who's a cut man for uh, a lot of uh, combat sports. He does a lot of Bellator work. Spoke with him about a lot of stuff, and it was really uh, interesting hearing his stories from the road. And um, he gave some really good insight on um, bare knuckle boxing and uh you know the the violence that it comes with and you know how how it's viewed as as an industry insider like himself how what they think of it and what the buzz is going on around that so that's that um thanks again for listening have a good weekend enjoy yourself hopefully the weather is nicer by you than it is by me good night <laughs>